This is Damon Udicek, and this is the Ideal Money Life Podcast. This is my journey to build a business from zero to $1 million in 12 months. I'm going to experience a lot in the next 12 months. I'm super excited about the journey. I can't wait to share my failures, my successes, and everything in between. All right, let's do this. Hello, this is Damon, and I'm done for my day. So um, I feel so much lighter now that I've gotten this click funnel thing done. <laughs> ah, wonderful. All right, so today was uh, a pretty packed day with meetings, um, which were good. The, um, the first thing that happened this morning was, uh, my mastermind group, uh, the elite mastermind group. Uh, this was my second meeting with them and it went well. Um, so one of the things I talked to that I was looking for some guidance with from everyone was talking about building out my membership program. And <laughs> I, I mentioned when I was asking for guidance that I think I'm overthinking it. And so after I got done, um, one of the people said, hey, Damon, Think about the lottery exercise and think about what would my what would be my life if um, money was not an object. So if I got became uh, won won the um, the lottery, what what I what would I buy? What would I um, do? And then you can kind of think that oh well maybe I would buy this. And then if you were planning on buying that anyway, then, hey, you're, you're pretty aligned to where you want to be. So that was kind of a, a fun piece of advice to get. So I'll be, I'll be thinking about that. Um, the, uh, this morning, I had uh, three sales calls. And I realized one of the things I did is because I've been wanting to move to the group membership model is that I totally changed the sales process I worked so hard to build before. Um, Which is fine. I'm glad that I realized that. I realized, I didn't realize that until this afternoon. Um, I've been, had all this focus on um, doing things a certain way. And what I had done in the past was I was saying, okay, well, this is what I need to do. I'll go ahead and do uh, put to, put together some information for you, put a proposal together, and then we can gather back in, in a week or so. And so I don't know which way was the right way to go. The one thing um, that I think was better in my old sales process was I went ahead and showed them, okay, this is how we're going to um, 
do things. And I actually was walking through the, the process that I would be filling out. And the other thing that I determined when I was talking with someone the other day was that I'm going to limit myself to working with nine people on a one-on-one basis. In the short term, one-on-one makes sense because I've got to um, get my revenue up and running until I'm at a point where, until my group revenue is is covering my break-even point. Um, and when I say my break-even point, I'm, I'm saying my break-even point for my business plus my profit, taxes, and owner pay. So I'll be spending um, some time running my math on those items so that I know what to, to shoot for. And this goes back to a piece of advice I'd given someone last week is figure out what your monthly number is, then say, okay, now how many days am I in business? Uh, and I will say, just in my instance, I'm in business for 20 days. So then at that point, I say, okay, what what is my breaking even number need to be? And then I back into my daily number. So that's my daily number. And so I've got to focus on and, and potentially what you can do is look at the weekly number. So um, breaking, you know, th- there's a couple ways you can do that. Uh, but essentially, I need to know what and then I just need to back in at that point. of These are my um, weekly numbers and or daily numbers. <clears throat> I'm going to scratch all that before that. So what I'm what I basically am doing is coming up with one number that I'm focusing on from a revenue standpoint, from a profit standpoint, uh, and just really keeping things really simple. And then if I'm looking at activities that I need to do to get to my revenue number, then that could be another number. So I just want to I want to have a very very few things. And one of the things to think about is if I know that. Now, let's say I get a, I, I get a, a $3,000 sale. And then in order to get that sale complete, I have to have two appointments. Then I know if, once I have two appointments. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I totally forgot what I was going to do. Uh I just remember I promised someone a proposal at the beginning of the week. And here I'm at the end of the week, and I didn't send a proposal out. That really bothers me that I did that. So this is an indication that my I don't have a good system in place. Because I should have a system that is super simple. I could have... You know, when I had this conversation with someone a week ago, I could have said, okay, in order for me to have the one-on-one package, this is the price, and um, this is what it's going to be to continue working with me. So I, I really could have had it that simple. And, oh, wow. So... 
um, I realize I've got got a, a piece of work to to work on that. So, well, it's better that I realized it now than that I totally forgot about the process. So, um, that's gonna get that's gonna weigh not weigh on me in a bad way, uh, but I'm gonna. I'm going to have to really think through um, my couple different processes and then just come up with a, 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 a set system for how to do everything. Um, which, now that I've identified that, coming up with the, the steps will be a lot easier. Um, so, well, that, that, was, <laughs> that was a really good piece of realization. Um, that it, that something just totally slipped in my mind. Um, and so I had my sales calls and so there's, there's, um, they went well, but like I said, I, I've squeaked, I, I, I tweaked the process, um, a bit. The, the one thing that I liked on my old process was I could give them something, um, to look at while we're going through the process. And it was a really good, good selling uh, process. Whereas bef- now it was just kind of in ten minutes I was pitching the thing. I'm not sure which way is a better way. I would much rather. I think there's a, a better better way between the two. Here's here's essentially what I'm I'm thinking. What I would like to do is essentially have a sales funnel that shows them, okay, this is what you're going to get um, and have a value stack of these are the different benefits you're going to get from that. I want it to be a simple, no-brainer situation. Um, and so that it looks so valuable that it's, you know, they can just click and buy. Um, that's what I would like to, that's, that's the way I would like this to go. Um, and so essentially that, that's, that's what I think makes sense, but I'm not sure at this point, but I'm going to think upon that and, and come up with, with, with some, some things because I like the way that I'm packaging my, I like the way that I'm packaging everything in my sales funnel. So it makes a lot of sense in that regard. That got me kind of flustered a little bit just thinking through that. Uh, I had lunch with a CPA who went on his own two years ago and um, nice enough guy. And um, I had sent some referrals his way, and uh, so he wanted to take me out to lunch for, to thank me for it. I, I, however, you know, at first I didn't know if I wanted to have lunch with him, um, just because there, you know, I had um, I'd sent him a referral, and there are times that I got no. <laughs> no response from the guy it's just like I just you have no idea and I was just I was actually annoyed more than anything about it because here I had 
referred him. And when you refer business to other people, the, ch- the likelihood that someone's going to buy on a per- personal recommendation is a lot higher than if they're going to someone cold. Uh, especially when you're dealing with professional service provider in the realm of, of taxes or whatever. So anyway, in event, um, I remember that I sent a number of referrals his way, and there were a couple that, it was like kind of spotty here and there as far as thanking, thanking me. And so at first I was saying, eh, I don't know, I, I didn't really want to meet with him. But we were talking, and maybe I over-dominated the conversation, Um what I did was I was listening to him and I was like, okay, I know exactly what's going on here. And I, I basically hammered into, you've got to find a niche of customers that you want to work with. Uh, and I pointed a couple things that I, I recommended to him, um, which it may have ended up being unwarranted advice, but, but that's, that is, you know, and I was like, okay, this is, you know, this is in order to, find a niche, this is what you're going to do. And so then he asked me, <laughs> well, how did you choose your niche? <laughs> and and I'll, let me go back for a second. So here's what I, I told him. I was like, okay, in order to pick a niche, take your current customers and make a list of them and order them by how much they pay you. And then also by how much you like working with them. <laughs> and so that's what I told him uh, to do to find, help find the niche that he wanted to work with. And then he was like, well, you put a lot of thought into this. I was like, yeah, I have. And then um, he's like, well, what's your niche? I was like, well, I, I, my niche is realtors. And from there, he said... Well, how did you determine that? And I just kind of was, I I looked at him a little weird. And I said, I took a list of my customers and I ordered them by how much money I made from them and also how much I liked them. And it was just like, I just told you a minute ago what to do to find a niche and you're asking me what I did. This is what I was thinking. And, 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 and my thought was, I just told you what I did and you're asking, you know, what I gave you advice on how to find a niche of customers that you really like working for. And I told you based on what I did to find my niche. And so it was just kind of like, I wasn't, I was, I guess when it was a good in, in one way, a little bit good because I was, I, I wasn't giving him advice that I wasn't taking myself, but I just had to laugh about that a bit because I was sharing with him exactly what I did. And a number of times, you know, you know, he, and the reason why I brought this up is because he said he was looking at doing some marketing. Um, and I was like, well, what do you want to do? And as, um, you know, he's like, I'm going to work with a marketer on this. We're going to do some social media and all this other stuff. And I was just like, well, who do you like working for? Um, anyone was the answer. 
and um, and I was telling him, well, the, the fact that you want to work with anyone, um, that that that's that's the worst answer you could say because you've got no clarity on on who you're working with, and if you want to work with anyone, then you're just going to be you're, I didn't say this, but I thought, well, you're going to be a, you're going to have a mediocre business at best because you'll just take anything you can. But if you go ahead and make the decision and do the work to clarify who you are, it makes everything so much simpler because once you determine who your, your, your target customer is, then you can know what their pain points are and how to help them. And they'll actually will tell you exactly what they're wanting help with by um, by listening to, to them. So that, that's where we left the, the meeting. Um, I have a sneaky suspicion that I'll hear again from him in two years and nothing else have changed. His business, so he'll be making a little bit more money, probably. I hope that's not the case. I hope they, he'll, he'll listen to me. But I did stress him, the best thing you'll ever do is figure out your target customer. But we'll see. Um, but my prediction is, is that in two years, he'll, he'll um, have uh, grown a little bit. But we'll see. Anyway, um, then this afternoon I had um, one of my my clients that I was working with, and um, they were they had a financial question that revolved around making a purchase, and there's a lot of confusion through that, and there were there there was um, questioning, and she called me because. She wanted help with this financial decision because it was a big financial commitment to make this purchase. And um, they there was different um, factors at play. Um, they're, you know, very successful people. Um, and they... Her spouse wanted had had some financial goals that they wanted to make, um, and then she had financial goals, and so I really went through asking her questions. Well, what's important, you know, um, if we're looking at this, you could spend this or you could spend that, but what's what's going to be important for you when it comes to making this purchase? Um, there were some tax benefits related to the purchase, uh, but but I told her that. The, the tax benefits between product A and product B are going to be the exact same for each of them. So I really want you to take the tax consideration out of it. And what I told her before is like, sure, you'll save money on taxes with this purchase. Um I'll tell you also, you can save money uh, with a discount code if you go to Neiman Marcus. You know, you, you know, let's say you get a 10% coupon 
at Neiman Marcus. Um, I'll tell you a great way to save $10,000 at Neiman Marcus. Go spend a hundred grand. <laughs> and so that, that was, I, I, I wanted to kind of flip the, the, the tables a little bit because a lot of people think, oh, I'll get a tax deduction. I'll do it, which is, it's a stupid reason to buy something for a tax deduction um, because you're going to spend a dollar and save 30 cents. Or twenty cents, or whatever, how whatever tax rate you're in. So, the the first thing that says, okay, well, yeah, you you'll get a tax benefit for, for something, but only do something if it makes sense to do it without the tax deduction. And then if you get the tax deduction, it's just gravy in the situation. Now, I do understand there's other aspects of, you know, the tax deduction could make it, you know, more palatable. Um, and there's a more complicated situation, but this wasn't a complicated situation. This was a simple purchase of one item. Um, and so finally, after at the end of the conversation, we got to um, I, I, we got to a conclusion, and it took a good hour to go through the conversation, but but that's okay, you know. Um, I was happy to help her, and it was one of those things that I knew she appreciated about because this is a, a purchase that she had been kind of weighing on her mind for a week or two because this wasn't the first time I talked with her. Um And I like that I have the ability to be analytical and objective about um, in those kind of situations. Uh, it also helps that I'm detached where there's no incentive one way or the other for me uh, in that. So if it was something where there was a profit motive for me, I don't know that I could have been 100% objective. But that's neither here nor there. Um, well, I guess that is here nor there. Um, so in any event, I, I'm very pleased with the way my week went and ended. Um, I got, uh, some new things to think about in the new, with the new week and realizing that, um, my sales system, I've get, I essentially have two avenues. I've got my group system and also my one-on-one um, -on -one system. And I need to tighten that up so that the process is the same each and every time. Now I tweak it to make it better, uh, but however, I've got to start from a set process to begin with. And then if I make a tweak, I can see if that tweak improved or decreased the result I got. All right. So it's, I think this is probably going to be a good place for me to end. And I've got tomorrow off and I'm looking forward to having a great weekend. And I hope you have a good weekend too. 
that does it for today's show. If you enjoyed the podcast, do two things for me, please. One, subscribe to the Ideal Money Life podcast. And two, tell one person about the show. This is a labor of love for me, and I want to get the message to as many people as possible. Thank you for listening. Ideal Money Life podcasts are for general information purposes only and do not create a CPA, tax advisor, investment, or other professional relationship. You should consult your professional advisors before you apply anything you've learned from this podcast. Remember the wise words of Benjamin Franklin. Your net worth to the world is usually determined by what remains after your bad habits are subtracted from your good ones. Have a great day.